welcome to Music for Life, enhancing the Armstrong concert experience. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. In today's episode, we spotlight the performing troupe known as Celtic Knights, a touring group direct from Ireland, presenting a program called Oceans of Hope at Armstrong Auditorium, Monday, March 11th. We will also review the beloved musical styles that accompany competitive Irish step dance. We also have an exclusive interview with one of the main musicians and vocalists in the show, which you won't want to miss. So stick around as we spotlight Celtic Nights today on Music for Life. We are well into our fourth season of Music for Life. All four seasons, we have been equipping our listeners with the tools to get the most enrichment out of their music listening. In the first two seasons, we occasionally interrupted our general music appreciation-themed programs to discuss an upcoming event at Armstrong Auditorium and prepare our audiences for this event. The past two seasons, however, we've devoted nearly every episode to that effort. These episodes have explored the artists and most all the repertoire being performed on the various concerts throughout the season. As I said earlier in the season, not only does this explain our tagline, enhancing the Armstrong concert experience, it still allows us to present basic music appreciation skills in a practical way, preparing people for exactly what they'll hear in a live concert setting. As has already been evident throughout this season, different kinds of music have different kinds of appeal, and some styles of music frankly need a little more explanation than others in terms of being prepared for how to appreciate and enjoy them. But for the next group coming to Armstrong, I doubt they'll need as much help to be sold to the audience, given the kind of programming they are bringing and the kind of national appeal these types of shows have in the United States. Celtic Nights, spelled N-I-G-H-T-S, is one of the highly successful touring companies produced by the Ireland-based company GFD Promotions. It has been touring for several years, Edna Kenny, Ireland's Prime Minister from 2011 to 2017, said this about the group, quote, Celtic Knights have brought our distinctive and evolving music and dance tradition to the world stage and showcased our tradition in spectacular fashion, unquote. From season to season, the group will tour a show with a different theme or angle. They describe this particular show on their website this way, this new production of Celtic Knights, Oceans of Hope captures the very essence of who we are, where we came from, the dreams of a better place, liberty, freedom, and above all, family. It's the story of America, Australia, Canada, and New Zealand. It's the story of people moving across oceans from all nations to free themselves from hunger, war, persecution, and famine to find a better place. This is their story told through Irish eyes. The production will tell this epic story through song, music, dance, and narration. Songs, music, and dance will take the audience on an epic journey with two hours of entertainment. There will be moments of joy, sadness, happiness, and laughter. 
the message of who we are and the great journeys of our ancestors will leave the audience knowing that the stories of their grandparents, great-grandparents, and beyond should always be passed down through generations. Oceans of Hope is not only about the past, it's about now and the future. As with our previous Celtic Night shows, the audience will be taken on a memorable journey. They will be a part of this production and warmly welcomed into the Celtic Knights family. A truly great night of sheer entertainment will be had by all, leaving our audience full of hope as the journey continues. We look forward to our new show, Celtic Knights Oceans of Hope, as we make our way from coast to coast, crossing many oceans on our special journey of hope. And so that's the description of the show from the Celtic Knights website. Now, before we talk about the illustrious cast of this show, I want to give a brief explanation of the musical styles behind the common Irish dances. See, for about a dozen years, our campus has been home to an Irish dance academy. Through those years, the school has been under a few different names, depending on the teachers heading up the instruction, but it has always been the Armstrong branch of these schools. Around the time our new Performing Arts Conservatory building opened back in August of 2016, the Irish dance instruction had been taken over by the prestigious Darren McGuire of the McGuire Academy of Irish Dance. Mr. McGuire has been using our large dance spaces here on the Armstrong campus for over a year and a half now, and his Armstrong dancers have been performing to much success all around the country. He had also inherited a crew of young people who had been doing quite well at international contests. Some of our patrons may have seen some of these dancers collaborate with the Chieftains several years ago when they performed on our stage. At any rate, the presence of an award-winning Irish dance school on this campus, just down the hall from where I'm recording right now, has created some unique opportunities for us in the campus's music department to work together with these dancers. We have produced five musical theater productions where the main dance style of choice for these productions was traditional Irish step dancing. Of course, I can think of many musical theater productions that have dancing in them, but none that use Irish step dancing as the main style and a means of telling the story along with the standard musical theater vocal style. As the composer of these musicals, it required me to learn the particulars about the different kinds of dances featured in this art form, and I thought it would be helpful to give you an overview of these main kinds of dances and the musical features of them, which I think will enhance your appreciation even more for what you're going to see on our stage. Musically, there are five different kinds of dance meters and tempos in competitive Irish step dancing. The reel, the hornpipe, the slip jig, the regular jig, which dancers would call a light jig or single jig, and the treble jig. Now remember that dances are based on a recurring meter or stress pattern. The most common stress pattern in Western music is a strong beat every four beats, what we call 4-4 four, four time, or even common time. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. The Irish step dance based on this meter is called a reel. Within the dance form, there are two kinds of reels even, a reel and a treble reel. Treble implies a hard shoe dance, but musically, both are based on the same four beat per bar stress pattern. It is also important to note that the beat is subdivided into two equal halves, or like saying two syllables per beat, so a duple subdivision to musicians, one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and or even if I notated it in 2-4 time, 1 and 2 and 1 and 2 and 
so a duple subdivision of the beat. Here's a brief segment of a reel from one of our musicals. This is from our production about King David, the scene where he danced before the Ark of the Covenant, and this is based on the Irish tune, The Rousing of the Drink. Now, the hornpipe is another kind of dance, also based on the four-beat-per-bar stress pattern. Irish step dancers use hard shoes for this kind of dance as well. Musically, this one has more of a triple subdivision of the beat. One and a two and a three and a four and a one and a two and a three and a four and a... Or it might have more of what we'd call a dotted rhythm feel, where every beat has a long, short, long, short, long, short, long, short feel. Like long, short, long, short, long, short, long, short, one and two and three and four and... Here's a brief segment of a hornpipe from one of our musicals. This is from The Widow's Might, the story of Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz. And this is the entr'acte at the beginning of Act 3, which is basically an exhibition number of all the Irish dancers in this show. None of the dances in this production were based on Irish folk tunes, but rather from original tunes from the production. This hornpipe is based on a tune associated with Boaz and his farmhands. So that was a little of the basic hornpipe meter and rhythm in competitive Irish step dancing. Another kind of dance is the slip jig. The slip jig is a very distinct rhythm and meter, and one now used exclusively for women's soft shoe dancing. It has a three beat per bar rhythm pattern, but each beat is divided into a triple subdivision, or three syllables per beat. One and a two and a three and a one and a two and a three and a... Musicians would commonly see this notated as 9-8 time. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I suppose it could also be notated in 3-4 time, with the triplet being the constant subdivision of the beat, but usually it's 9-8, and that's as technical as I want to get about that. Here's a brief segment of a slip jig from one of our musicals. This is in the musical Undefeated, the story of Isaiah and Hezekiah and based on the Irish folk song, In Deepest Sorrow I Think of Home. So that was a small portion of a slip jig dance based on the Irish tune In Deepest Sorrow I Think of Home. 
Now I want to play this entire dance break from the undefeated musical. This is the part of the story where King Hezekiah's tribute in the form of dancers from his royal court in Jerusalem perform for the Assyrian king Sennacherib, which makes that particular Irish tune apropos for this moment in the story. This number in the musical is called Parade of Tribute, and it incorporates the slip jig we heard above. But it starts with a reel based on the Irish folk song, Your Old Wig is the Love of My Heart. Then you hear the subdivision of the beat change into a hornpipe, based on the Irish folk song, We Are Bold Volunteers. And then you'll hear that three beat per bar triple subdivision of a slip jig that we just sampled. And then it ends with another sprightly reel based on the Irish folk song, The Lamonfield Rangers. And I'll talk over the section breaks so you're sure to know where each dance style occurs. subdivision of the beat indicates a hornpipe. Slip jig. back to the real tempo and meter.
So that was an example of a reel, a hornpipe, a slip jig, and then another reel, so you could hear the meters change for each. Now the jig is up. Let's discuss the regular jig, which dancers classify as either light jig or single jig, but musically there is no distinction in the meter or tempo. So I'll just call it the jig or the regular jig. If you recall, the slip jig was in 9-8 time, or three beats per bar, with each beat having a triple subdivision, as in one and a two and a three and a one and a two and a three and a, or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The regular jig is based on a two beat per bar pattern, with each beat having a triple subdivision, or as in three syllables per beat, one and a two and a, one and a two and a, one and a two and a. Musicians would commonly see this notated as 6-8 time. 1-2-3-4-5-6, Before I play a jig, I'll explain the final kind of dance meter and tempo, the treble jig. This is based on the same meter as the jig we just discussed, six quick beats per bar divided into two groups of three. However, the tempo is much slower. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Now, treble, as we said earlier, also implies the use of hard shoes, and the slower tempo allows the dancer to create more clicks within the slower pulse. So let's hear an example of a dance break from one of the musicals that uses both of these tempos, the regular jig and then the treble jig. I titled this The King's Court as it represents the culture present in the Jewish court at the time of King Zedekiah. This is from the musical Jeremiah. This starts with a jig and then moves into a treble jig, and then after that it continues on into a hornpipe and then a reel. So this is a great example to listen to as we close this discussion so we can get an example of both a regular jig and a treble jig and then to review what the hornpipe and reel rhythms sound like. Each one of these is based on an Irish folk tune. The jig is untitled, but the treble jig is based on My Eveline Gave Me a Secret to Keep, the hornpipe is based on a tune called The Gypsy Hornpipe, and finally the reel is based on a melody called The Fairy Dance. Thank you. 
So here the tempo slows down for a treble jig. Now here's the hornpipe section. Finally, a reel.
are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we are spotlighting the performing troupe known as Celtic Knights, a touring group direct from Ireland presenting a program called Oceans of Hope at Armstrong Auditorium, Monday, March 11th. We also have an exclusive interview with one of the main musicians and vocalists in the show. But what we just did was review the beloved musical styles that accompany competitive Irish step dance. We just heard the King's Court from the original musical Jeremiah, which fused Irish step dancing with the American musical theater style. I played that segment as part of our discussion on the different musical meters that make up the main dance forms within Irish step dancing. And we heard a jig, then a treble jig, then a hornpipe, and finally a reel. That discussion was to help give you an overview of the various dance styles in the lead-up to the Celtic Knights performance here at Armstrong. For the remainder of the episode, I want to talk about the 14 performers in this troupe, the five dancers plus nine vocalists and musicians. Since this is an audio-only program, I'll be able to emphasize the musicians in the group a little more heavily and play a few examples of some of their output to give you a teaser for the kind of quality you can expect from this production. We'll start with the five dancers, though. Quiva Quinn began Irish dancing at the age of four for the Tara Dance Academy, and she was a member of the Spotlight Stage School until her late teens, where she was trained in various styles of dance and drama, from which she has performed in some of Ireland's top theaters and concert halls. Quiva joined GFD Promotions in 2014, touring Germany as part of the show Dance Masters for three years, touring China and Poland as part of Gale Force Dance, and touring America with Celtic Knights. Dancer Connor O'Neill achieved top five in Great Britain, eighth at the All-Ireland Championships, and 11th place at the World Championships. In addition to touring all over Europe and Asia with Titanic Dance, Celtic Legends, Gale Force Dance, and Dance Masters, Connor also joined Lord of the Dance in 2015, dancing alongside Michael Flatley. Derla Casey has been dancing from age three and has trained in multiple styles of dance such as ballet, hip-hop, tap, contemporary, jazz, and modern dance, but it was Irish dancing that stole her heart and would take her all around the world to countries such as China, Russia, France, Germany, Switzerland, and Denmark, performing in front of thousands. Derla has been touring professionally for the last six years, and this will be her first tour on the cast of Celtic Nights this season. Holly Dalton Heath is from Belfast and started dancing at age five. She competed in the highly competitive All-Irelands and World Championships, placing third in her region and 14th in the world. Since retiring from competition, she has toured Europe, China, and Taiwan with professional shows including Magic of the Dance, Dance Sparados of Ireland, Dance Masters, Gale Force, and once again with Celtic Knights. Also born in Belfast, dancer Oren Lynch began dancing at five years old. He has won many medals for both solo and drama competitions at the World Championships, placing top ten on numerous occasions. He began his professional dance career with Dance Masters before joining Gale Force, performing in Europe and Asia, as well as a run of shows in Belfast and China with Titanic Dance. So those are the five dancers in the Celtic Knights Tour. Now let's talk about the nine musicians and vocalists and listen to a few great examples from some of them. 
Lead vocalist Rebecca Shearer, born in Scotland but trained in London, is on her fifth tour with Celtic Knights. Being lead vocalist for this group, as well as for Gale Force Dance and other theatrical events, has taken her all over the world. In addition to singing and acting, over the last four years, Rebecca has started co-producing and directing shows as well. Let's listen to an example from her. This is the Night Visiting Song. I must
We just heard the Night Visiting Song, a track featuring vocalist Rebecca Shearer. Lead vocalist for Celtic Nights, a performing troupe coming to Armstrong Auditorium Monday, March 11th, in a show titled Oceans of Hope. Another actor and musician in the cast is Kevin C. Olahan, who will serve as a vocalist and musician for Celtic Nights. He is an award-winning Irish actor as well as a writer and the creator and host of the weekly podcast Fireside, the Irish Storytelling Podcast. Then there is vocalist and musician Mark Irwin, a tenor from Ireland who studied at the London School of Musical Theatre, where he received the Andrew Lloyd Webber Scholarship. Joining the Celtic Knights cast this season is also vocalist Amber Sylvia Edwards, who has performed in a number of stage productions in the UK. One of the musicians on tour with Celtic Knights this year is the multi-talented Kate Hennigan, fiddler, harpist, and pianist who recently graduated from the University of Limerick in Ireland, where she collected numerous prestigious awards in both piano and harp. Kate has toured internationally and performed extensively across the globe in Europe, the United States, and Asia, playing harp, violin, piano, guitar, as well as singing. Kate comes from a strong traditional family who are all multi-instrumentalists and or singers and who all perform and tour regularly together. Kate is also a member of Ireland's well-known country music band, Hurricane Highway. Kate is developing a reputation as a composer and is increasingly in demand as a tutor, co-managing one of Ireland's acclaimed traditional Irish music summer schools. You're hearing Kate there performing with another member of Celtic Knights, Emily O'Dwyer, who is a vocalist and fiddler with the group. Emily studied at prestigious schools and conservatories in Florence, Vienna, and Ireland. She has performed with several GFD Promotions touring groups and for two seasons now has been part of the Celtic Knights team. Two other multifaceted musicians in the group are brothers, Dara and Mick Healy. As a versatile and vibrant multi-instrumentalist, singer, composer, and dancer even, Dara stands out among professional Irish traditional musicians of this generation. He is equally at home playing traditional Irish music as well as classical music and other genres, holding a classical teaching qualification on both violin and piano. But in traditionally Irish circles, you'll probably hear him mostly on the accordion. Dara is a founding member of the exciting new Irish band Boxing Banjo, a four-piece group that includes his brother Mick on the banjo, as well as a violinist and guitarist. Before we talk about Mick, let's hear a little from this group, Boxing Banjo. Boxing Banjo 
That was The Slug from the exciting new Irish band Boxing Banjo. With Dara Healy on the accordion, Dara will be part of the Celtic Knights touring group coming to Armstrong Auditorium Monday, March 11th. Also in that band and also touring with Celtic Knights is Dara's brother Mick, who you would have heard on the banjo there. Michal, or Mick Healy, is a multi-instrumentalist playing banjo, mandolin, guitar, piano, and the Irish drum known as the Baron, and has several All-Ireland titles to his name. In 2007, he was crowned World Baron Champion as a young teenager. In 2012, at just 19, he released a solo debut album titled Plekin About, which showcased Cases his creative skills as a composer as well. We'll hear a little more from him later, but let me get to the final vocalist and musician to discuss for the Celtic Knights tour. And he is also the participant in our exclusive interview on today's program. Kiaran Olahan has performed in a vast number of operas, musicals, and stage productions. He was trained in Dublin at the Royal Irish Academy of Music. And to talk a little bit more about his background and what he'll be contributing to the show, let's hear from him directly. Here's the interview I recently conducted with him over FaceTime. I'm one of the singers and musicians uh, in the show Celtic Nights. I've been with the show now since about 2016. This is my third tour of the States. And so you're singing in the the musical side of the production. Yes. And as a musician, what instruments are you playing? Just guitar. Okay. Explain how you got started in music uh, and what what brought you into, uh, how you got into this line of work and, and this tour. It was never something that was strange to me. I came from a very musical background. My parents and my grandparents all uh, were singers and musicians. So growing up uh, playing music and singing songs was never anything that was out of the ordinary to me. And I suppose as a natural progression in life, I just followed in there. Uh, a lot of my family's footsteps. And where did you grow up? I grew up in a town called Wicklow Town, which is just on the east coast of Ireland, just south of Dublin. And so what brought you into this particular tour? It was really through mutual colleagues that I came to know the show and the company. I got suggested for a role with the company um, from a, a mutual friend of mine and, uh, and the producers. And kind of the rest really just happened naturally after that. And so, like you said, this is your third season touring with them. Yes, yes. And what are some of the exciting things that you've been able to do on this tour, some of the honors, some of the great places you've been able to go? It's always very exciting touring the States. I think everybody in the cast always feels feels the same in that sense. Um, I mean, six, since 2016, I think I've seen over 40 states in, in the U.S. at the moment, and I've seen, we've gone coast to coast, we've seen nearly every climate now, Um, (laughs) so from the very cold to the very hot, it's uh, always an amazing experience witnessing the changes in the the vast landscape of the US. It's amazing, amazing to be over here. In particular, last year when we were, we did a two-week stint off Broadway in New York, which was probably... One of the biggest career highlights for a lot of us in the company. Mm-hmm. And you've also toured around the world as well? Yes, yes. Uh, the same are the company that we work for. We have several different shows, whether it be Irish traditional shows, Irish dance shows, sort of musical theatre shows. And uh, we're lucky enough to have toured the likes of China and Australia and a lot in mainland Europe as well. Great. 
Now, just for a, a kind of a listening-based audience, if you could describe basically the, the group. I mean, like when, when we look at the stage for a Celtic Nights performance, what are we looking at? How many dancers, how many musicians and singers, you know, who's sure, on what sure. instruments and that uh, type of thing? So we've, uh, we've quite a large cast. Um, there's six singers, three female, three male. We have five traditional Irish dancers, uh, three girls and two guys. And then we have three traditional um, Irish musicians. Which and the musicians, even though there's three of them, they all play a vast uh, range of Irish instruments right. from the button accordion to the harp to the fiddle, banjo, guitar, flutes and whistles, etc. Right. So we've co- we cover an awful lot of bases with the cast, whether it be song, dance, or music itself. Right. And describe this Oceans of Hope show. How will that take us? you know, through the story and, you know, describing sure, the, sure. the dancing um, and well, the singing. Every, each year County Nights comes out, we usually attach uh, a different heading to the show. This year, in fact, is, as you say, Oceans of Hope, where we're telling the story of our ancestors, our Celtic ancestors from Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Uh, they, for the past centuries, have been forced to travel to every corner of the world, not only the US, but to the likes of Australia and New Zealand as well, whether it be through sort of sad circumstances or happy circumstances, whether it be through war or famine or oppression. And we try and tell uh, the story through song, through dance and through music. As I said, it, it sometimes necessarily doesn't have to be a sad or a happy thing. A lot of the songs are simple stories that have been passed down through our Celtic heritage for the past centuries. A lot of these songs wouldn't have, have been written down. Um, they've passed down through an oral tradition in Ireland. There'd be no music or anything. It'd just be passed down from one generation to the next. Mm-hmm. We sing a variety of sort of old traditional songs to new songs that have just been commissioned for the company in the last couple of years. Mm. We have one of our main songs in the second half is a song called Spirit of Freedom which was composed and written by a musician in Ireland by the name of Don Meskel. And that tells the story of Irish people leaving their homes, setting up a new life in foreign lands, but always dreaming of what they've left behind, whether it be the landscape, their family, their friends. So it sounds, in a way, sort of it puts it in a, in a negative or a sad light, but that's <laughs> not necessarily always a bad thing. Right. So we have songs like that, and then we, we have one of our favorite sections in the show is a, an unplugged section where we sit down at the front of the stage and sing sort of snippets of probably the most popular traditional songs that have come from Ireland in the last couple of hundred years, like your Wild Rover, Black Velvet Band, Tura Laura, Molly Malone, sort of stalwart classics like that. And oh, we always like to get the audience involved and they sing along. Oh, that's great. And you, you said you're on a two-month tour, is that right? Yes. And you're just now in the second week of it as we're talking here. How is the show going over uh, so far through the United States? Really fantastic. Um, another wonderful thing we love about uh, touring in the States is the crowd reaction is always amazing. It's really uh, fantastic. We feel very at home thanks to the audience participation and reaction. After the shows, we like to go down and speak to members of the audience and ask them what they thought of the show and just we sort of swap stories and you obviously have a lot of people who are from uh, a Celtic background as well and it's always lovely to experience stories from different generations. 
And so, have you ever been to Oklahoma before? No, this is uh, our first time. Well, that's fantastic. So it's kinda, yeah, well, it's uh, doubly exciting meeting new uh, new people in new cities, new states. And at Armstrong Auditorium, our campus is actually home to a very prestigious Irish dance school. Actually, so I know there's oh, a, amazing. there's a lot of students here from the McGuire Academy of Irish Dance, which has a branch right here on our campus. Uh, excited uh, to see your production. Fantastic, fantastic. You said there was a favorite part of the show where you all sit down on the front of the stage and and sing these folk songs. Is there anything else in particular that you are excited about just personally, you know, as a musician, say you really enjoy playing this particular tune or or you enjoy this moment or you enjoy this aspect of the show? What what would that be? An exciting thing for me would always be playing with the traditional Irish musicians when we play the live pieces that would accompany say the Irish dancers or accompany some of the singers it's uh, there's something always really magical about playing live on stage like the crowd are clapping along the pace is up so it's just something that I've always enjoyed personally anyway it just really uh, it adds a very exciting aspect to the show for me excellent well, is there anything else uh, that you'd like to add in terms of maybe something everyone should come out and see because of this or that? Or um... Well, yeah. Um, I mean, there, there are there's several Celtic shows on the road and touring worldwide at the moment. We offer a, a sort of a unique experience where we pride ourselves on getting the audience involved. We want to get them singing along. We want to get them clapping along. We tell stories in our music. Um our dancers are all live, our musicians are all live, our singers are all singing live. It is a real unique Celtic live experience that will leave people hopefully going home singing songs in their head and wanting to come back and see us again in the future. Sounds like a blast. Well, Kiaran, thank you so much for your time. This has been great. I appreciate you explaining the show to us. And some no of your problem, background. thank you. And we'll look forward to seeing you pretty soon in Oklahoma. Absolutely, yeah, Grace. Looking forward to it. In Moreland at night, hot still him so weary, sat a body daylight. Next morning, bright and early, took a drop of the pure. Heap he had from sink, and that's the paddy's cure. Whenever he's on for drink and saw the last he boiled, puffing all the while, had me curious, I was set your heart to bubble and up. He was, I heard, praise as I required. I was almost tired of the rocky road, and double and one to drink the wine. Home the hair and turn and down the rocky road. In Dublin next arrived, I caught such a pity to be so soon deprived of view of that fine city. So then I took the stroll, all among the quality bundle it was stalled, all in a neat locality. Something crossed me mind, when I looked behind, no bundle could I find. Upon me stick, the wobbling wire and for the road, said me Connacht road, wasn't much in vogue on the rocky road to Dublin. One, two, three, four, five, hot the hair and turn and down the rocky road. From there I got to weigh me spirits, never fail, and landed on the quay just as the ship was sailing. The captain at the road said the narrow paddy, then I jumped aboard. I covered them for paddy down among the peaks. I played some paddy weeks, I danced some paddy jigs. The water round me bubbling up the hardy head. Wish myself was dead, better fall and said on the rocky road to double and one, two, three, four, five. Hot the head and turn it down the rocky road. All the way to Dublin, 
when we safely landed, called myself a fool. Could no longer stand the dirt began to boil. Temper I was losing, poor old Aaron's eyes. They began abusing her army, so says I. Shillelagh, I had fight. All we boys were nice. Oh, I was a humble and quick. Hello, hooray! Joining the affray, wiping tears away. For the rocky road to double and one to keep a bite. Hot the hair and turn her down the rocky road. All the way to double and pack for Lalira. You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we have spotlighted the performing troupe known as Celtic Knights, a touring group direct from Ireland, presenting a program called Oceans of Hope at Armstrong Auditorium, Monday, March 11th. We also reviewed the beloved musical styles that accompany competitive Irish step dance, and what we just heard was an exclusive interview with one of the main musicians and vocalists in the show, Kieran Olahan. And we follow that interview with a track that featured Kieran's energetic vocals in that rendition of The Rocky Road to Dublin. More information about this Celtic Knights performance and all performances at Armstrong Auditorium can be found at armstrongauditorium.org. You can follow Armstrong Auditorium on social media. You can also follow this program at the handle Music for Life PCG. Now, to conclude today's program, I want to return to those Healy brothers on accordion and banjo and end with a lively performance from both of them. And this includes guitarist Shane McGowan. I hope you enjoy and I hope to see you soon at Armstrong.
You have been listening to Music for Life, a production of KPCG 101.3 on the FM dial in Edmond, Oklahoma. From the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus, I'm Ryan Malone. Thanks for joining me.